The Voice America Business Channel is brought to you by Intercall, the worldwide conferencing leader. Check out easy and reliable conferencing solutions at www.intercall.com forward slash radio. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. And welcome to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by www.us.cision.com, whose world-famous Bacon's Media Database is updated more than 10,000 times per day. Take your PR to the next level. Now, here's your host, Maureen Kettis. Hi. Well, this is going to be a funny show because um, I actually know nothing about what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, as usual. Um, my guest today is uh, Dan Kroll. He's owner and founder of SoapCentral.com, and it's the Internet's most popular destination for soap opera news and information. And if, for those of you who may know him, he's also a host on Voice America with Soap Central Live. He um, initially became interested in soaps while attending high school with um, a performer who was on All My Children, and uh, he only planned to watch for a few days to see how his friend fared, and he became hooked. And uh, when he was in college uh, studying medicine, uh, he created a personal web page that turned into Soap Central uh, that now boasts over 30 million page views uh, per month, and it's turned into a goldmine. And, and the t- title of today's show is Cash in your, in your, on Your Passion, you know, because I have to have a rhyme because I'm a geek. But, but um, <laughs> I just think it's so great when you can do something like it. Dan, welcome to the show. Hi, Maureen. Thanks for having me today. You're welcome. And, and, you know, turning the tables on you because you're always interviewing people. And now, ha-ha, I've got the microphone on you. So, um, yeah. and, we share, and we share Justin, right, our engineer, same guy. We do. He's amazing. Yeah. And, and is John Missile your executive producer? He is. John is a handful. Uh, he's, he's fun because he has a Philadelphia connection with me. So uh-huh. he can uh, okay. tell me all of his old stories and all of his old haunts. And uh, I can relate to them, so it's been a, he's a lot of fun too. Yes, he he's awesome. He's probably listening and gloating, you know, <laughs> puffing up his chest. So, um, so just tell me this: Did you ever finish medical school? Is your, is your are your parents freaking out? What's going on, Dan? I did not. Uh, I did not finish medical school. <laughs> but you don't need was, to. The doctors yeah. are all struggling, and you've got this amazing, amazing business. So, so you just turned this thing that was supposed to be for fun, and you made this uh, incredible business out of it. So, um, well, let's start from the beginning. So, in the beginning, you, 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 what was Soap Central in the very in, the, in its infancy? Well, the very beginning, uh, since we've already talked about Philadelphia, it, it seems <laughs> to be fitting. The when the internet was really, really just sort of coming along. I mean, I have to say that when I did this, there were not uh, websites for any of the major networks. I think maybe CNN was up there. Google was, wasn't around yet. I don't think eBay was around. So just to give people a, a time frame, I created a website uh, about myself, and there were three sections. It was about Dan, it was about Philadelphia, and it was about the soap I loved, All My Children. Uh, I found out very, very quickly that nobody was interested in reading about Philadelphia. So 
I what about reading about, about Jim? Philadelphia. Because I know I've, 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 I've looked far and wide to read about you. As, <laughs> no, that wasn't a hit? No, nobody cared. And I remember, and shoot, it, it was during a, a big strike when SEPTA, uh, the local transit authority here, was on strike. And I figured, if nothing else, people would tune in to figure out uh, how are they going to get around the city. Well, nobody cared. And then, as much as this pains me to say this, Maureen, I also found out that nobody was interested in reading about me. So, (laughs) Uh, unfortunately, I didn't have an ego then either, so that was a good thing. Uh, So I focused all my time on all my children, because it seemed to be the area that sort of resonated with people who were on the Internet. And uh, slowly but surely, to make a long story short, people said, hey, I like what you've done with all my children, but I also watch Guiding Light. Uh, Is there anything that you can do to help create a website where I can read what I've missed and chat with other fans for Guiding Light? And it sort of spiraled to the point where I thought, you know what, Uh, why not do a website that would be comprehensive for soap fans of all the soaps? And this is what really still sticks with me, Maureen, and this was 16 years ago. Uh I reached out to, uh, this was maybe a year or two into what I was doing with all my children, but I reached out to people who I thought were on the Internet who were the experts in their field for the other soaps. I wasn't familiar with all of the soaps at the time. In fact, I actually didn't really like soaps until, uh, as you mentioned, I started watching because I went to school with a girl who was on All My Children. Uh, So I reached out to these people and said, hey, this is what my goal is. I want to create this central soap website to have everybody come, and and you're your expert on your soap. Would you like to be a part of it with me? And... uh, I was met with strong resistance from people. Not was I met with just strong resistance. There were people who were actually outraged at the thought that I was going to be putting advertising on a website to not only help defray costs, but to maybe possibly someday make some money off of this. And people were outraged that by the very nature and the very thought of having advertising on the Internet. I can't even believe it now. I didn't even realize that that was <laughs> – I mean, you don't think of how it used to be. You know, that's what. So that's yeah. amazing. But and and did they feel threatened? These other experts, because like, maybe they wanted to build something like that. I mean, did you get? Did you run into that? Well, I mean, I've met with. To be honest, I've met with so many reactions from so many people from so many different things. Uh, I mean, the answer, the short answer is yes. I mean, I've had people. Uh, some of the networks originally met with. They didn't understand it. I liken it to what people must have said about television when television first came out, that, oh, no, this is just a passing fad. No one's going to care. It's radio. Radio is where it's at, uh, which is ironic considering what you and I are doing right now. (laughs) So maybe I shouldn't badmouth radio. Um, But when the Internet came along, a lot of places didn't see the the need for it. They just thought it was going to be something for the collegiate types, you know, to to do research or to do whatever. Uh, So initially some of the networks were even receptive uh, to my idea of wanting to do this, I thought, you know, here's some crazy kid at the time uh, who wanted to do all of this different stuff. And they really made it easy for me. They gave me open-ended access to as much information as I wanted. And then a couple of years later, when they realized that the Internet wasn't going away, they were sort of like, oh, you know, hell, what have we done? We've given him three legs up on us. Right, and now and then people will be outraged and angry if they don't work with you at that, at that point. But I, w- I want to go back just a tiny bit. How did you have this initial desire to actually even create the website and want to be out there? Was it just like you were excited by the Internet and you thought, I want to do something? Or was it 
something else? I mean, I'm just always curious, like, when people were involved in it from the beginning of the, uh, the beginning phases of the Internet, how did, they ha- how did you have the foresight to kind of know that there was something to, that was something to do? I really didn't, Maureen, and here is the soapy twist. Of course, no story would have uh, a good ending or a good moral if there weren't some sort of soap opera twist. Uh, The reason I actually started this website is, and it goes back to answering your other question about uh, med school, I was actually, long story short, I'm sure people have heard it before, uh, I was actually attacked while I was in college uh, when I was looking for off-campus housing and uh, left for, I mean, I, I was left for dead pretty much in uh, a subway here in Philadelphia. And I turned to the Internet to try to get myself together, to try to, it was a lifeline for me. I, I found that there were other people out there who were interested in what I was saying without knowing who I was or knowing my story. And for me, it really was a lifeline to the outside world in terms of in terms of being able to get myself together because at that point in time I really wasn't ready to go back to college. I went to Temple University. Uh, I have been back since then, and I'm a very, very avid supporter of the owls at Temple. Um, but for me, I couldn't go back. Yeah. Uh, and it was something that uh, it became a hobby. It became something to, it became a very cheap therapist, I guess. Um, And that sort of, it led from there. And then it reached a point where it was going to start costing money to keep the website uh, alive. And I didn't know what to do. So that's when I sort of thought, okay, it's either give up on this, which I'm kind of enjoying. It wasn't really a business at that point. I was really enjoying it. Or do I want to find a way to be able to keep doing this and at the very least uh, make it cost me no money? Uh, I, I didn't want to have to pay to, to keep a, a website up that was a hobby. I wanted to, to find a way to at least <laughs> break even. But I decided that uh, once I realized how much time was committed, I thought, you know what, let me put on hold. Med school will always be there. Uh, it's not going anywhere. If I, if I need to, I can go back when I'm ready. Um, but I took this sort of side route and ended up doing all of these wonderful soapy things. And I have to say that it's difficult sometimes to realize that the darkest moment in my life was something that has led to something that is the brightest moment in my life. And for me, it allows me to tell people that A, you need to follow your passion, and B, there is nothing that you will encounter in your life that you cannot turn around and come out on the other side better. Wow. But, I mean, you, you are obviously a real a survivor and a, and a positive, positive thinker, and it's inspirational. Um, how did you get the first followers? I mean, how did you get those first people that started wanting to read about All My Children? Well, it actually started on a, even before the, the, the Internet here, it started on a web service Internet provider called Prodigy. I have no idea if anybody out there listening even remembers Prodigy. I don't even know if Prodigy is still around. Uh, but they had little message boards, little forums for different programs. Uh-huh. And I went on to the All My Children forums chatting, and for whatever reason, people 
found me entertaining. So I guess I owe it to that. They found me entertaining, and, you know, they followed me. They followed me to the Internet, and back then, there I mean, it may sound really hard for people to believe that there really weren't that many websites out there, but, I mean, honestly, there really weren't. This isn't, right, you know, right. taking credit for inventing the Internet or anything like that. It really was old-fashioned word of mouth. Uh, up until maybe last year, I've never spent money on advertising SoapCentral.com. It's always been word of mouth. It's always been the fact that I was there first. I've got the best content. I've got the best and most amazing group of people who are working with me, who are hardworking, who are committed, and incredibly gifted at what they do. Uh, if, it, if it weren't for that word of mouth and that ability to the passion of soap fans, which is certainly very important to tap into that passion of whatever your business is. You may have never watched an episode of soaps. Uh, your business may be boating. It may be RVing. But there are people who feel passionate about whatever topic it is and whatever business you're in, and you need to tap into that passion and take advantage of it and not be complacent because there's, you know, there's, willing to be somebody else out there who does exactly what you do, and if they have the passion and they have the desire and the motivation, they're going to beat you at, at your own game. Right. And being the first out was, was key, too. All right, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we are going to have more with uh, Dan Kroll, owner and founder of SoapCentral.com, and check him out either on the VoiceAmerica.com website or at SoapCentral.com. All roads lead to, to Rome, to romance. Stupid <laughs> 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 <Keep it> fun. <laughs> Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. If you currently or aspire to serve on a board or work in a leadership capacity for or with a public or nonprofit organization, where can you turn to get the best advice and practices? How about Leadership Matters with Dr. G? Our program discusses challenges facing both public and nonprofit leaders. Don't miss these practical solutions and tips to enhance your leadership style and effectiveness. Leadership Matters with Dr. G airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. 
you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again, and I'm on with Dan Kroll, uh, owner and founder of SoapCentral.com, and it's a it's a portal, a website, fabulous website with everything you would ever want to know about soap operas. And um, and we're really talking about the business behind it, how he built the business, how he started it way back when. Um, and welcome back again, Dan. Thanks for having me again. This is still very strange being on the other side of the microphone. I know. Dan has his own radio show on voiceamerica.com, and it is weird to be interviewed when you're usually doing the interviewing. Um, and what, what time is your show on? It's actually coming up in uh, a little over an hour and 45 minutes. It's 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, over on the Variety Channel. On, on uh, voiceamerica.com, or you can find it at soapcentral.com. He's got stuff all over the website. So that's wonderful. And who's, who's your guest today? Well, my guest today will be from As the World Turns, Eileen Fulton. She is a daytime legend. She'll be on to talk a little bit about what she felt when As the World Turns was canceled last year and to talk about a cabaret show that she's put together. And it's timely because yesterday ABC announced that it would be ending All My Children and one life to live. Each have been on the air for more than 40 years. So we're talking over 80 years of television history, and ABC decided to cancel them. So I have from all my children, Christina Bennett Lind, who plays Bianca, which is, uh, for those of you out there who don't know that, Bianca is the daughter of the legendary Erica Kane, played by Susan Lucci. So she's going to come on and see the real talk life a daughter. Uh, no, not real life. I'm sure that everybody wishes they could be Erica Kane's real life daughter, but she is her fictional, uh, her fictional on-screen daughter. Oh, okay. She'll be on today to talk a little bit about what she and the rest of her All My Children castmates are going through since the show's been canceled. Oh. And there are some rumors that some of the other All My Children stars will also be calling in to talk to fans and sort of one big support and comfort session today. Well, we ought to talk to John Missile again about having all the ha, doing their own soaps right here on uh, Voice America TV. We have a whole new TV network, so that would be. Let's get them all on and, and do, get some writers and write our own uh, own soap opera. It's so, not a bad idea. Yeah, we could just take clips from my life and put it in. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a 
enough Act- crazy stories to yeah, be able to yeah. spin into some sort of soap opera. Actually, I'm the most undramatic person you'd ever meet. I'm actually pretty boring when it comes right down to it. So, Dan, let's get back to you. So, sure. um, we were talking revenue stream. So you got your first followers through basic word of mouth, which was back then in the Prodigy days. It was chat rooms and um, you know, and people were saying, you know, writing back and forth. But how did you turn that into the behemoth that it is now? Behemoth? Behemoth? Behemoth. Behemoth. I was an English major, matter. and I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I only okay. read the word. No one says that word. It's only written, you know? That's, I know English majors who pronounce words incorrectly, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is how it started. It was a series of... Of, of dramatic cliffhangers. I mean, it, it's a soap opera. What else would be fitting than to have this, this website be equally as dramatic? As I mentioned before the break, when I needed to come up with a way to start to defray the cost of having the site online, I was surprised by the people who were checking out the website and their connections. And it was a company at the time, I believe they were called Catalog Link. It was, it's like one of those, they may not do it anymore because the postal mail isn't what it, it used to be, but they would send essentially a catalog and it would list all the catalogs that you could possibly subscribe to. Some were free, some you would pay for, and they were basically giving me a, a percentage. They would give me maybe, say, a dollar for everybody who signed up for a free catalog or something like that. So I put that all towards helping to pay for the server cost. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the website became more expensive than to maintain that I was actually taking in, in income, and that was it. I had no other options. The website was ready to fold. And a woman by the name of Teresita Dabrio, I don't know why I still remember that name, and I have not had contact with her in more than How could you forget 10 years. How could you possibly forget that name? It's like a song. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Teresita Dabrio. Uh, Gabrio, yeah. Gabrio. Hey, if if all else fails, we'll create a a karaoke website. Okay. Uh, She reached out to me and said that she worked for a company uh, who had some connections, and they would be willing to underwrite any and all expenses for the SoapCentral.com website and make sure that it didn't disappear. And her her intentions were not necessarily... uh, as they say, it wasn't just, you know, a goodwill gesture. It was actually, she was a soap fan. She was an All My Children fan, if I remember correctly. And she didn't want the website to disappear because she needed a way to keep up on All My Children and a way to check out and, and communicate with fans who also watched All My Children. So there were uh, good ulterior motives behind that. Uh, then it just became an issue of I decided that if the website was going to stay on the Internet, I was going to have to be very proactive and learn about advertising. Remember, I went to school for medicine. I don't know anything about advertising. I didn't really know anything about anything that I was doing. So I did some research, and Internet advertising wasn't what it is now. It wasn't sort of the the omnipresence that we have everywhere where you have pop-ups and pop-unders and banners and sponsorships and scrolling graphics. None of that was around. It was literally just regular banners. So I had to do some research and figure out what was going on, and then to convince people from big companies, like I'm not not going to mention them because they don't deserve the the free publicity, but major companies that everybody knows and sees coupons for and on TV, that the Internet was a place that they wanted to advertise. It wasn't easy at all, Maureen. You would think that they would sort of embrace this, but it was really, really difficult. cheaper than what they're used to spending, I would imagine. Yeah. Absolutely. Can I tell you, when I, I was accidentally 
everything is an accident. I was accidentally sent uh, an, a company's entire spend sheet for their advertising for one of the quarters one year. And my mouth dropped at the amount of money that some companies spend not only to advertise during television programs, but to advertise on other websites. And that's when I thought, well, gosh, if X website is getting this money, I can maybe add a zero <laughs> onto what I'm charging and try to make some money out of this. So it became uh, an, an issue then of reaching out. I went to the advertiser's red book, I believe that's what it's called still, uh, to find out who was handling everybody's campaigns, and I made phone calls. I sent email. I sent faxes. I dressed myself up and marched into headquarters in New York and said, listen, this is who I am. I have millions of women who are just sort of out there waiting for you to give them your message. And it was a hard sell, but eventually they sort of became receptive. And, it's, of course, you can't go to a website now without seeing some sort of advertising. Uh, I challenge people to find any major website that doesn't have advertising on it. And, you know, it, it, was, it was a struggle. It wasn't as easy as what it is now. When did you get to your first million? I mean, because you said million. I mean, it must have been a big moment for you. <laughs> it was a big moment, Maureen, when I got my very first traffic report and found out that 50 people were visiting my website. Uh, <laughs> that's a and, big deal. It's, you know, hey, 50 people. Let's put them in a room. That's a lot of people. Unless but, it's um, a really big room. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when you got that, when you was it like that? I'm sort of picturing, you know, the Facebook movie, you know, like <laughs> the social network, you know, and these yeah. you know, one there was million, no oh, they're all celebrating. But do you remember <laughs> that moment? Do you know where you were when you reached that? I'm sure it was in my, I don't know where I was. Um, <laughs> that's a really good question. I need to go back and, and check out my journal and, and yeah. find out where I was. But it happened really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a matter of word of mouth. There were some articles written in magazines. I remember Yahoo used to have a magazine. It was called Yahoo Internet Life. And it was the SubCentral.com website was mentioned as being one of the top ten destinations for anybody to go on to the Internet. They said, no matter where you're going, go there, check it out. So it, it was a big wow. It was really, it was a big deal. I don't know when the first million uh, were actually there, but you know, the traffic has been growing steadily uh, for the past 16 years, and in spite of the soaps going off the air, more and more people are still checking in, so something doesn't quite add up. Uh, somewhere, someone's numbers aren't accurate. There wouldn't be more people checking out a website if less people were interested in soap operas. Right, and they're taking them off the air. But, you know, maybe, in, you know, here I am giving you an idea on the air, but maybe your, your website can morph into, um, as these shows go off the air, a place for memories and um, what's happening with so-and-so now, and it's anybody who's ever been in a soap, um, and it's a, sort of a central, the central place is which, what you do, right? I mean, but it can be, you know, if they do take all the soaps off the air, it could still, it could still be very, very viable. People, you know, they hold, they hold these people dear in their hearts. I mean, I've seen it. In their, you know, um, these soap stars. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. What do you think it is about soap fans? I mean, you know, soap fans better than anybody. What do you think it is about them that makes them this passionate about their soap opera? I mean, their or their actor that they like. I, I Absolutely, it's. It may be a rhetorical question, but how can you not be passionate about someone who you see on your television screen every day, five hours a week, for more than 250 hours a year? You're 
some fans are seeing these uh, fictional characters more than they may see some of their family members. It's really difficult when something is that ingrained in your life, day in, day out, to not feel some sort of attachment for it. And people get upset over someone getting voted off of American Idol, and right. they're only on for, what, maybe 13 weeks of the year? Uh, 13 episodes, 14 episodes, I don't know. Uh, people get really passionate it's because they, they care. These people are like family to them. Um, you know, it may seem like a foreign concept. There may be some folks out there who don't quite get it. And to that, I have to say, I kind of feel sorry for them that they don't feel that passionate about something and they don't feel a connection to something. Uh, sure, some of the storylines are crazy. The one that got me hooked was uh, one sister throwing the other one down a well and assuming her identity. Sure, that's crazy, but... You know, I've got news for you. Put on CNN. You're going to see some crazy uh, <laughs> stories that you'll think, wow. Right, I and I always thought, too, like the slowness, and we have to take a break in a second, but the slowness of the pace of it sort of seems like it could be happening to you and it could be in your house and your family and your neighborhood, your friends. Anyway, we get, we're going to take a break. We come back more with Mr. Dan Kroll, owner and founder of SoapCentral.com. Check out his website and check out SoapCentral.com live. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between... Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. You want to know the inside scoop on how today's leaders do business? How they hire and develop top talent? How do they retain top employees and customers? Tune in to Leadership Leverage on the Voice America Business Channel. Every week, Dr. Robert Denker will offer ideals and facilitate discussion with guests that will help shape today's up-and-coming leaders as well as established leaders in their fields. Listen for Leadership Leverage every Tuesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. Tune in to It's Your Money with host Bill Pfeifferlick. You'll get an eye-opening education about some of the misconceptions of the financial world. If you are a business owner, working professional, or successful American, you will benefit from the information on our program. Our guests will include financial service professionals, international tax and estate attorneys, and CPAs. We'll identify solutions that you can implement now to get the most of your money. Tune in Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for It's Your Money on Voice America Business. 
Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. And thanks for staying tuned in. I'm on with Dan Kroll. He's owner and founder of SoapCentral.com, and we are trying to find out the secrets of why he has 30 million page views per month. Um, welcome back again, Dan. Thanks again. Um, now, during the break, we heard... Pardon? I said thanks again for oh, keeping me yeah. around. <laughs> keeping you on. Um, during the break, we heard from the um, lovable, hyphen, obnoxious John Missel, our, our uh, executive producer extraordinaire, and he's complaining because you had asked uh, listeners to call in with their gripes about the soaps being taken off the air and, and with possible questions for you today, and they're all calling in on the wrong phone number. Now, why wait? They can't patch them in, them, those questions, and I don't know, but if you're listening and you want to call and ask Dan a question, call 866 866- Four seven two five seven nine zero. That's eight six six four seven two five seven nine zero. And I love questions from callers, so please do call in if you're listening. Anyway, so back to where we were. So um, we were talking about how you, you know, you, you were at the lowest point in your life. You gotten beat up. Then you started writing on the internet. You created these, you know, this. You went on chat rooms. You got the buzz going. You created a little website. You needed some money. The angel Miss Gabrielle came along. Then you started selling advertising. Now, to get to the point where you're at today, how are you using some of the newer methods of, like, social media? What are you, you know, how are you advertising your site now? It's so important to maintain an open connection with whoever your audience is. Obviously, for me, in this case, it is soap fans. I use Twitter. I use Facebook. I use here on voiceamerica.com. I use the Soap Central Live program. It's so important to maintain that connection and to let whoever your audience is know that you care. Mm -hmm. It isn't just about posting a press release. It isn't just about trumpeting your successes. It's engaging. It's asking questions. It's finding out what you can do to make your product better. And I know that everybody thinks, I've got an Internet website or we have a Facebook account. And they think that that's enough to have it be a successful use of that medium. Just being on Facebook isn't a, doesn't mean anything. Everybody is on Facebook. Everybody's on Twitter. It's how you're using it. It's how you're getting your message out there and carefully making decisions about that that really can help grow your brand. Right, right, right. And so, so for example, for today, what did you Facebook and what did you tweet? Well, uh, today I've been Facebooking a, a lot of the interviews that people have been asking me and inviting me to do about the state of daytime television, uh, the state of how fans are feeling about All My Children and One Life to Live being canceled. I certainly tweeted in Facebook to tell them to check out your show today and to, to check it out. You know, this is a situation where you and I are talking about something that isn't specifically soap-oriented. I mean, of course we're talking about soaps because that's what I do, but this isn't a soap opera discussion show. It's important to have that cross-promotion and not think, okay, 
people aren't going to want to listen to a PR show because it's not discussing who slept with who and, and who's come back from the dead and all that other stuff. We can talk it's about a- that. We can talk about <laughs> with who. Really? Why not? <laughs> I need some. I need some. You know, pizzazz in my in my marketing PR world. <laughs> I don't know how you market somebody coming back from the dead seven times, but uh, I mean, I guess you don't need marketing. You're, you're your own PR machine if you can pull that off. Yeah, exactly. I love that. So, um, so, so you know, using the social media um, now, in terms of traditional media, do you ever do anything like you said? Uh, you know, Yahoo used to have an actual magazine. Did they print that on paper? I didn't even know about it. I don't remember. Oh my gosh! It. Yeah, uh, for God, again, for folks listening out there. There used to be these things called magazines. <laughs> no, they still, you know, listen, <laughs> I, we talk about this a lot on the show. There's still a place for magazines. There's still a, there's still room for magazines. They're going to be just the best ones. I love magazines. I also love newspapers. I love the, the tangible nature of being able to, to turn the page. Yeah, well, young. I don't know. I think young people don't like it, but uh, they love their Kindles. So I want to go through, I, I want to ask you some stuff about your um, your website. So what is the Dankies? What is that? Is that... The Dankies are the com equivalent of, say, an Emmy or an Oscar. These are awards that are voted on and nominated for by the soap fans. Every year, uh, come January, fans can nominate their favorites in a variety of categories, including the traditional award show fair, lead actor, lead actress supporting, uh, younger favorite storyline we toss in, favorite recurring character for people who are on the show but for a short period of time. We count up when I say we, it's the whole subcentral team. We count up the nominations. We pick the top vote getters in each category and release a ballot. And then soap fans from around the world are able to go on and vote for their their choices in all of those different categories. And we release the winners and have the celebrities come on to Soap Central Live and thank the fans or submit video. It's a whole lot of it, it's interaction because again, this is something that the fans can take. Pride in it isn't an, an Emmy or an Academy Award where it's decided on by a group of mystery people. These are awards that they have a vested interest in because they're making the nominations and they're picking the winners. That's important to have a, a product or have something out there that there's a reason for for folks to want to get involved in. Right. Well, what a brilliant. I mean, if you look at it from a PR marketing perspective, and I think you just have a natural gut instinct for all this stuff, and you don't even really realize how brilliant it is, but that is like the most brilliant social media, that's the most brilliant outreach you could ever have. Is, you know, you're, the whole point of, the, of social media is that you're, is, you're bringing people together on, 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 on a common ground, and here they are involved in something. Has, this, has the Danky Awards, has it, has it catapulted to something else? In other words, does Entertainment Tonight or Extra actually talk about it? Do they mention, oh, she was the winner of... So Central's Danky Awards, because that would be the next <laughs> Unfortunately, they, ne- they don't necessarily, but I will tell you, uh, there are several performers, one in particular, Carolyn Hennessy, who is Diane Miller on General Hospital. Mm-hmm. Every time we speak, she reminds me that I have not yet given her a Danky Award that she won. Uh, so, I mean, the, the actors care because they know that this is the their fans, fans right. that are voting for them. And right. more than anything, the best thing about these awards is that, well, they're named after me. So, you can't get better than that. It's Dan K. Thankies. It's amazing. Oh, I thought it was, okay. I was wondering. <laughs> I didn't put it together. I thought it was, um, you know, like instead of hankies, like where you're sobbing. 
So you got well, your you got your yeah. your name in there somehow. You said when you first started your website, it was about Philadelphia um, soap operas and you, and nobody was really interested in you. But there, you got it in. Now everybody wants the Dankies. So, I guess that's a good thing. I didn't think about it right? that way. But what a great thing to to do now is to turn the Dankies into a much more important entity. That um, because now that there are fewer soaps, it's even more important to win a Danky, right? Because there's fewer people winning them. So Entertainment Tonight yeah. and Extra and all those people would love to uh, have something else to talk about, I'm sure, rather than, you know, I don't know, Charlie Sheen or Lindsay Lohan's underwear or lack thereof. So, um, oh. <laughs> I didn't know we were discussing that. Okay. <laughs> you see, I had to get something in there to put some pizzazz. I don't have, you know, I don't deal with uh, topics that are as, as, as quote-unquote sexy as your your your. <laughs> okay. So now, okay, I want to ask you this, because you are so adorable looking. Oh, thank you. Why haven't you turned this into a TV show? It seems like it's natural for you to be a host of a show, and you've got, you know, you have these soap stars coming on, you have the writers come on once in a while, you you got a, you got a band behind you, a nice set. What's going on? What, do, you have, do you have TV dreams for, of your own? Well, this is an exclusive for you, Maureen. See, the things that come out, and again, this is another soapy twist, but I can tell you that when SoapNet, which is an all-soaps cable channel owned by Disney that will be going off the air in January to be Uh replaced by some dumb kids' channel, but whatever, uh, they were originally, when they were starting up, they wanted to do sort of a soap talk show. Uh And there was some interest in having me be a part of that. However, when I went in for the meeting with the people that were in charge of all of this, one of the folks in charge, a, a gentleman who I won't name, but he looked me square in the face and said, you're too ugly to be on television. No one would ever want to see you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, are you serious? I'm absolutely serious, and to tell you that that, uh, I mean, I, I was like, it was like Mean Girls. Uh, it, I, 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 was, I went home, and, you know, I'm surprised I didn't develop some sort of, oh, I'm sure I did develop a disorder, but I'm, I mean, like a legitimate disorder. Uh, I wouldn't do any sort of television appearances for, for quite some time, and I honestly still hear that, and I still look at myself and think, okay, I get it. Uh, I'm sort of crazy bird-like person. Okay, I, I got a question for you. Okay, ready? Yeah. David Letterman, question mark. Conan O'Brien. Okay, and better yet, Jay Leno. Well, are, are they good looking? I'm sorry. What world does this man live? What planet is this guy from? You're adorable. What is he? I nominate you. I'm going to give you a manky. It's a Maureen... <laughs> endorsement for your own <laughs> TV show. I can't even believe that. I've that never is... won anything before. This is exciting. I won a manky. Wow. Uh, you uh, go, look, I you should look at the guy and go, I've okay, i got anything. one question for you. That. Jay Leno. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> this is crazy. I mean, that's, you know, that's like you cannot listen. I thought you were like this guy that doesn't listen to negativity. I can't even. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard not to hear that. It's hard not to believe it on some level. This is like the best conversation ever. All right, we've got to take a break. We'll be back with more from Dan Kroll, owner and founder of SoapCentral.com.
the market's up or down. Or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between... Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. Business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, and we've been talking with Dan Kroll, who's the owner and founder of SoapCentral.com with 30 million page views per month, and we're talking about how do you turn your, your passion into cash, and he's really done an amazing job without even, I think, knowing. He's just like a... What is your Twitter name, by the way? I want to follow you on Twitter. Sure. The, the official SoapCentral Twitter is the SoapCentral, so it's T-H-E SoapCentral, and my... The Twitter account is Dan J. Kroll. It's very simple. It's D-A-N-J-K-R-O-L-L. All right. I'll have to follow you. And um, so, so 
this decision to cancel these soaps, I mean, this must be just huge for your, your audience, right? I mean, yeah. uh, how do you think the, the uh, networks handled relaying the news? Because this is something that publicists do. How, you know, did they, how did they release the news, and how was it handled, in your opinion? They lied. Uh, is that a short enough answer? For months, ABC, Disney has been saying, oh, everything's fine, it's great. Uh, all my children even had a meeting a couple of weeks ago and told everyone, the cast and crew assembled, that their show wasn't being canceled. And here we are uh, yesterday, April 14th, and they canceled the show. All my children was done in person, and One Life to Live was assembled, and they were notified by a video conference that their show was coming to an end. Uh, there's a difference. I'm not a PR expert, and I don't profess to be. However, there's a difference between lying and there's a difference between just, I don't know, the telling the truth. I, I mean, I'm sure there's a reason why they couldn't say the shows were being canceled, but to blatantly lie to people and say, ah, you're not being canceled, that's, that just goes to be... I mean, it's mean. Uh, there's a lot of other words, but this is a family show, and it's just mean. Yeah, and, um, and not well handled from uh, those of us who know about public relations and marketing. I'm wondering if um, the network is just thinking in their minds that there's that, that the uh, soap fans don't have any viability, and therefore they kind of just you know treated it like oh well it's a dying breed and that's it it's out. But clearly it's not with how many followers you have. People are just fascinated with this stuff. They want the soap operas. Do you get a lot of young people? Is it a, is, are there a lot of young people that follow soaps? Or are these women who are left over from another there's era? A, there's a lot of people. They, it spans the gamut. Obviously, I think for most people, it's no surprise that the typical SoapCentral.com visitor is female. It's maybe 85% female, 15% male. But the, the age range sort of goes all over the place. Uh, maybe the average visitor is 35, so, so they're young. still so in that is, general yeah. age bracket. But I have people who are in their 90s who are visiting the website. I'm amazed that they even go on the Internet. That may be you know, chauvinism or ageism on my part, but I'm very surprised when someone in their 90s sends me an email. There are also folks who are just old enough to be able to get consent to go on the Internet in that 16 or so, 15, 16 uh, age range. So, you know, it's all over the place. I think that people are, are very misled when they think of what a soap opera fan is. Right, and and uh, how silly of the networks to ignore the audience. Sometimes, you know, these, these uh, networks pay attention. TV networks are freaking out right now because they're afraid their medium is dying. So, you know, they're acting uh, not always the best, you know, not always in their, in their best interest. They're overreacting. This is, a, this is a case of instead of trying to do something to right the ship, they're just saying, you know what, let's let the boat sink and build another, uh, another ship. And that's not the way to carry on, even with a business. If, if I were to have let every little glitch along the way have impacted whether or not SoapCentral.com was still online, a site would have been gone in its first month. There are always mistakes. There are always things that you may put up that are uh, – not the way you wanted them to be, or fans may react another way, or they may not like that you have a particular news story. It's how you handle that, and particularly now when everything is so instantaneous and gets out to, you know, squillions of people in the blink of an eye. Squillions. Yes. It, 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 it's telling how you respond to that, and you can't overreact, and you, you have to be very level-headed in it. But more importantly, it goes back to do not lie 
to your fans, to your users, to your customers, it will come back to bite you a hundred times over. Right, a hundred times worse than anything that you might have been uh, holding back or lying about. So, what is on the, what's on the future uh, burner for Soap Central? More of the same? Are you you got some plans coming up? Well, just because some of the soaps are disappearing, we are not going to put our tail between our legs and scamper off into the sense that we're going out with our heads held high. We are encouraging fans to fight for these soaps, to call their local ABC affiliates, and to tell them that they want the soaps to continue. Because certainly the local news on these stations are going to be affected by people not tuning in to see their soaps. So there's a vested interest for these affiliates call their local affiliates and let them know. We're going to continue to provide the best coverage, the best videos, everything out there. Nothing has changed. If anything, this has made me personally more vigilant to celebrate this genre that some folks don't understand, but millions of people love, adore, and embrace. And I wouldn't turn my back on these, these folks who love their daytime soaps for anything. And what is your favorite soap? Are you allowed to say, or you have to be sort of neutral? Just because of, of getting started for All My Children. If it had not been for All My Children, I would not have grown to appreciate and love these other soaps, the people who put together these soaps, and the dozens and dozens and dozens of on-screen talent that we see. So I can't necessarily say that the, All My Children is my favorite in terms of maybe content, because it has its moments, like every show. But if it were not for all my children, I would not have been doing what I'm doing. I would not have met the people that I've met. Mm. So for me, all my children will always have a special place in my heart, and that's one of the reasons why its cancellation has really just devastated me. Oh, well, hopefully good things will come out of this, like you, you know how you got your star you were down at the lowest point in your life, you thought, and then something amazing happened. Well, anyway, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, Dan Kroll, owner and founder of SoapCentral.com. Check out his website. It's got 30 million page views per month. And um, check out Dan's show on voiceamerica.com, the wonderful network, uh, today at 3 p.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. Eastern. I want to thank um, John Missile, who we completely harassed, and um, Justin Jackman, my engineer. <laughs> um, and uh, next week, listen up for Ryan Evans from Rand Media Group. You can check their website out at randmediagroup.com. Mark your calendars. We're on live every Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific. And that's, don't forget, relate to your public, whoever they may be. Thanks again for listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by Cision, helping communications experts navigate the sea of social media. Visit them on the web at us.cision.com. And make sure you join us again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Have a great week.